Hello, and welcome to the CrossMap Podcast. I'm Chris Carpenter. I want to start things off today, folks, by making a declaration. And that declaration is the CrossMap Podcast will be a pumpkin spice-free zone. Let me say it again. The CrossMap Podcast will be a pumpkin spice-free zone. And I'm sure I just offended a lot of people with that statement, but let me explain. It seems like every mid-August, all the donut shops, the coffee shops, restaurants, grocery stores, they start promoting heavily on television, on radio, on billboards, anywhere you look, basically, they start promoting their pumpkin spice products. And that goes hard and heavy for three solid months. From mid-August to about early to mid-November, we hear nothing and see nothing but ads for pumpkin spice. And, you know, I'm not against the pumpkin, but I've got to believe that the pumpkin farmers of America have approached all these different businesses and stores and said, let's make the pumpkin number one for the next three months. And they do a really good job at it. Now, let me confess. I have acquired a bit of a fondness for apple cider donuts. And it just so happens that those apple cider donuts are sold in donut shops and grocery stores from about mid-August till about mid-November. And they could very easily serve as a gateway for me into the pumpkin spice donut. But I have resisted to this point and will continue to put my foot down and say no on the pumpkin spice donut. Apple cider donuts, yes. Pumpkin spice, no. So there you have it. That's my declaration. I'm going to stick to it. And now on with the rest of the show. So recently, I was talking to a friend who was excited about taking his family on a vacation to what he perceived to be the happiest place on earth. Wink, wink. But as he was going through the process of researching and booking the trip, he began to uncover some things about the vacation destination that he didn't exactly care for. Specifically, he didn't appreciate this company's stance on many of the issues that he felt and he held sacred. Ultimately, he swallowed hard and decided to take his family somewhere else on vacation, knowing full well how disappointed his kids would be. So in the aftermath, he mentioned to me and he said, gee, you know, I wish there was a place I could go online to see what various companies stand for to make sure they support what I support. Well, there is. An organization called Second Vote researches and scores companies for their alignment to American and Judeo-Christian values. They help consumers by better informing them to effectively support their interests rather than boycotting or canceling organizations with whom they disagree. My guest today has devoted her career to educating consumers about what top retailers are funding that does not align with your values. She wants you to shop with those who do support what you support. Ultimately, her desire is to preserve liberty and freedom for future generations. Who is my guest on the podcast today? Second Vote President, Rebecca Hatfield. Here's more. Right out of the gate, if I am reading your bio correctly, I understand that you and I have something in common. What's that? You are the, if I understand this correctly, you are the daughter of a fourth generation pastor. Is that right? 
I am the daughter of a, of a fourth generation pastor, yes. So that would mean that your father, your grandfather, your great grandfather, and your great great grandfather were ministers. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. I too am the son of a pastor, and he I am a uh, he was a sixth generation pastor, dating back to the early 1800s. So I would be the seventh generation. But as they say, the number seven is a number of completion. So I am not a pastor. So there you go. All right. Yeah. Just it's, it's rare. Rarely I come across somebody who has kind of a similar background to that. And when I read that in your bio, I was like, oh, my goodness. You know, well, I'm also uh, Hatfield, as in the Hatfield, Hatfield and McCoys. Now, I'm going to share something with you. I used to work with a woman who was part of the McCoy family. <laughs> so that's not a good thing in, in your family. Oh no, it's it's all neck good. Of the woods. It's all good. It's been a lot, a lot of water under the bridge since yes. then. Yes. So, well, enough about the generational pastor talk and the Hatfield McCoy talk. You are the president of an organization called Second Vote, and that's a group that helps consumers, investors, and philanthropists align their efforts with their values. Now, those are my words. How would you describe Second Vote? We do those things, but our mission also is to empower individuals, empower consumers so they can know where their dollars go. We don't typically call for, we don't call for boycotts. What we want to do is to provide the information, give, give the people the information and let them decide what do they want to do with that information because we don't feel like boycotts are effective but we do feel like that when, when consumers have the knowledge, then they're empowered with the correct knowledge and they know what's actually going on, then they can make the decisions that's right for them. And then also they can go to our website and contact these companies directly and say, this is not what we want. Because in a capitalism system, the, the consumers are the guardrails. When mm. we say enough, we don't want this anymore. That's when corporations start to make changes. If we just don't do anything, then they will continue to run amok and do what we don't like. Okay. So from a, a practical standpoint, what does that look like? Take, take our audience through some of the, uh, your initiatives to give us a better sense of how second vote is standing in the gap, so to speak. Okay. All right. I'd be happy to. First of all, uh, we've been around for 10 years. So this is not, this, we're not a new concept. We've, we've been doing this for quite some time. Right now mm -hmm. we have 1800 companies publicly, um, traded that are scored and um, on our website. We score on six issues and that would be life, basic freedoms, mm -hmm. civil safe society, second amendment, environment, and religion. So these things are what we believe are the core values. These are the things that we want corporations to do that are for good. And if they don't do those, those are the things that we would score negatively. And we score them. It is a geometric weighted score. So life is the highest. That okay. is the one that we would score the, the um, hardest or the best for. So basically, if a company gives a large sum of money to Planned Parenthood, that is going to be a uh, negative score. Well, it's, it's a one, one being the lowest, five being the highest. Five is a conservative company, one being a very liberal company. And that type of donation, you can't redeem your company, your score on doing other good things. If you give to the to the, you know, um, the, the pets and the grandmas somewhere else, you cannot redeem that. 
donation to Planned Parenthood or a, an abortion or a mm-hmm. pro-choice entity. So um, those are the things that we score on. And um, we we like to see also the neutral companies, the companies that don't get political, the ones that are just in business to do their business. We, we celebrate those. So what we do is we take the uh, 990s, we look at the IRS 990s and the SEC 10Ks. We look at the company website. We look at their initiatives. We look at, you know, what are what are they doing? What is their corporate policies? What are their stances? So we have to have documented, actual, um, you know, viable information. We can't just go on hearsay or what someone says they did. And this is all public information that's available yes. to you? Or, or, okay, so there's no... Some of it is... Uh, Information, information <laughs> that we that we actually acquire, but it is still public information. We don't get you know behind the scenes necessarily information that is not public information. But we do sometimes we do have whistleblowers that give us information anonymously, and if it is documented information that we can use, like a company handbook that is documented, we can use that. You're listening to the Edify Podcast Network. We'll be right back. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. This is the Edify Podcast Network. Welcome back. So here's a hypothetical. You, Mm -hmm. and and when I say you, I mean the consumer. Right. You spend money at various retailers for goods and services. For example, I often stop and grab a coffee during my workday at a place with a big green sign. We can all guess what that place is. Um, These retailers in turn spend their revenue to support and fund issues and causes that I don't believe in or support. We've been seeing this a lot recently with the Roe v. Wade Supreme Court decision. So what role does second vote play in this scenario? Is it providing information to me, the consumer, to let me know exactly where that company stands? Absolutely. The consumer may not be aware of what that coffee company is doing. So our job is to inform the consumer and let them know what exactly they're doing. And that way, if the consumer finds this um, information to be offensive and something that they do not want to continue to support, then they then we also provide alternatives. And on our website, you will also find um, a better alternative. Then this is a better choice. If you find this to be offensive, here's a better option. We, we provide lots of different selections when we can find them. It's sometimes challenging. If there's not a better selection, we advise contact this company and tell them you would mm. like to continue using them. But this is just not acceptable. So, so as we've been discussing, a big part of what you do is research and score these companies yes. for their alignment to American and Judeo-Christian uh, values. Exactly. Um, specifically, what types of things are you looking for in the product process? I mean, I, I was on the, your score area mm-hmm. uh, recently, and wow, the, I was it was an eye opener because uh, I never really realized that uh, certain companies believed or supported certain things. But I am happy to report that one of my favorite fast food operations, In and Out Burger, <laughs> received. <laughs> 
a high score on, on, on your system. So my, my question is, what type, types of things are you looking for in this process from various companies and corporations? Okay. Well, like I said, we, we do search the IRS 990s and okay, the okay. SEC right. 10Ks. And we look at the, the website. A lot of times they have, you know, like the, if they have an ESG uh, listed, if they have uh, corporate policies, initiatives, we also look at their uh, score, their, you know, comb their website, if they have um, policies, procedures. Sometimes it, it's difficult to find information, but mm-hmm. we have um, artificial intelligence programs that we use. A lot of times we can dig it out. We find it, it is a it is an agonizingly thorough process, but we also feel like we have to do our due diligence before we say this entity yeah. is scored this and, and yeah. there is an algorithm behind that score. So it is not just, well, this is how we feel about it. That is an actual scientific score. Now, now I'm sure that somewhere along the way, what second vote does likely doesn't have great appeal uh, <laughs> with many of these companies and organizations and thus creates a little bit of friction. Uh, how can people be praying for second vote to be that voice shouting in the wilderness? Absolutely. We would love to have prayers. We need prayer for um, just encouragement and also for wisdom and insight and guidance. We need the Lord's guidance to um, mm. know, to know where to go, where to uh, turn as far as um, with our website, with our products. How can we help consumers? Because that's our desire is to actually inform consumers, empower them so that they will have the knowledge that they need to make the best decisions. Because mm. if we're not giving them the information that they need, then we're not doing our our job. So we need, we need the Lord's help with that. Sure. Changing gears a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, How how did you get involved with second vote? I mean, it seems that your background mostly in retail management, sales, marketing, Mm -hmm. but it it seems like many of these skills sort of go hand in hand or hand in glove based on many of of second votes overarching initiatives. So how, how did you get involved? Well, actually, I I, <laughs> I had my own company and I was doing some consulting and I can I offered my assistance to um, one of the executives uh, assistants there. And she actually said, well, um, I think you would be very good in this position. And I hadn't thought of employment. I was just actually offering consulting for them. And um, it, it just worked out that there was an opening and uh, I met with the founder. It just worked out. And here I am. And I love I love working for an organization that has my uh, values and my passion that I can mm. pour into and actually make a difference because this is my heart. This is my passion is to basically honor the Lord in all things and serve right. Second Vote well. Well, I, I imagine this can be very exciting work. I mean, because yes. you're, you're in many ways out on the cutting edge, really, of, you know, out on the front lines, letting people know what's what and what's not. So um, that's fantastic as far as I'm concerned. Um, you know, we're coming up on an election here. Uh, midterm elections are coming up and so many Americans believe that their vote in general elections really doesn't mean that much. I mean, oftentimes it's just a wasted experience without ever finding necessary change that we're looking for. Second vote seems to be working to change some of that. I mean, would that be an accurate assessment? Well, while we are a nonprofit, we we cannot uh, support, endorse right. candidates. Sure. Here's our here is our um, recommendations. First of all, empower yourself with knowledge. 
go to second vote, find out the information about what companies are doing. And so you'll, you will know so that your second vote every day will always count, but always remember to register and vote at every local election, state election and national election. Do not pass up that opportunity to, to cast that vote because your first vote is at the ballot box. Your second vote is with your wallet. And that is always the most important thing sure. to um, to do. Do not do not give up that right. We have that right. We should always exercise that right. Are there any specific initiatives you're working on right now in relation to some of these events that are, are on the horizon? Something that you're really excited about, something new that second vote's working on that you think is going to have great, oh, you're smiling, uh, great <laughs> appeal to the general public. We are working on so many things. There's just so many so. things. <laughs> okay, so on a small scale, there's there's shopping guides that we're working on. There's, uh, I, I'm, I'm sure you've heard in the news, the also the companies that are supporting um the employees reimbursing employees yes. that will have to travel. We're working on guides for that list for that. We're also working on a plugin for your uh, web browser so that when you are uh, surfing the internet, companies that are scored through second vote will actually, their scores will come up. We've got an app that's about to be launched. We're about uh -huh. to be at freedom fest next month. There is so much going on. I, I could just go on and on, but yes, we are working on a lot and we're working really hard. <laughs> I think an app for second vote is tremendous because you'll yeah. be able to have those scores that we were talking about mm -hmm. earlier right there on your phone. Yeah. You know, you go into given business. Oh, what does what does this place believe in? Beep pop, beep pop, boop on the phone. Yeah. And then boom, there's the score right there in front of you. And as a consumer, you make your decision whether I want to yes. keep shopping and in the here. Future we want to go to the product level so that you can scan a product and know exactly what that manufacturer scores. That's that all in is, the future. That too. That is fantastic. So that, that yeah. apps on the near horizon here. Yes, it is. It is. The product, I'm not gonna... the product scoring is further in the horizon, but the app okay. is closer in the horizon. Right. I, I'm not going to pin you down on a launch date, but just, <laughs> just to know that it's coming. That's exciting. Well, we got some so. hurdles. We've got to, we've got to get Apple to approve it and being a conservative <laughs> entity, we're yeah, up against that, the giant. So pray for that. Pray for Apple to approve our app right. soon. So. Well, <laughs> just, just get in and out burger as your ally and everything will work out. <laughs> right? So, yeah. um, you're very much an organization that loves to include volunteers in the second. Absolutely. Movement. We love volunteers. And so that leads me to my question. What types of activities can people get involved with? And furthermore, how can people support second vote? Okay. Well, first of all, with the volunteer program, we have a wide, basically a uh, range of involvement. They can do anything from just occasionally submitting articles or giving feedback or like, comment, and sharing on social media if they just want to have low involvement, all the way up to being a state um, director where they would uh, form a team and organize events So and everything in between. So whatever level of involvement that they would like to do, we have a place for them. So we would welcome anyone that would like to, to volunteer. So probably the best approach, to, if someone is interested in volunteering, is to go to your website, website and check out volunteer opportunities. Would that be the best way to go about it? Absolutely. We have a form. All they need to do is just fill out that form. It'll come directly to our email, and we will be right back in touch with you and plug you into That's our fantastic. weekly calls. Fantastic. Just a couple more questions for you. Mm -hmm. And the first is, what's your greatest hope for Second Vote? I mean, what would you like to see people get out of the second vote experience? 
Oh, my greatest hope is, let me give you these stats, okay? So out I of like our 18, statistics. Alrighty, out of our out of our score population right now, we only have 17% of the companies that score over a three. So the three is the medium, only 17%. And, and that's out of, we have a total of 2,800 combined scores, uh, combined companies scored. And that's and that only would, seven. Mm-hmm. That, that would be companies that are just neutral on everything. They would get a right. three. Three would be three would be neutral. So only seventeen percent are over neutral. Right. Wow. So, but what we would like to see is that number increase. We would like to see our consumers make a change by changing their habits or changing their um, even their raising their voices by contacting these companies, and so that we could be facilitate that change by giving them the information, empowering them with the knowledge, so they can be the feet in the street for those changes, because that's that's what we need. I want the companies to know that there's enough of a demographics that's, that's Christian and cares about the Judeo-Christian values, mm. that it is worth making a change. Final question for you, and that is looking into the future, what do you see as second vote's greatest challenge or greatest hurdle over the next three to five years, let's say? Is there something that just just like a lightning bolt stands out for you? Well, obviously, it is the leftist agenda. We, we are up against the we – are, we are the David. It's the Goliath. So we, we know that right now there's ESG that is, that is just – is – powerful and it is dominating in the corporations which trickles down to the stores to the you know to the consumers so right now um, that is one of the biggest challenges that we're facing because it will control the economy all right well rebecca hatfield second vote thanks for being with us today folks be sure to go check out the second vote website as i said i went to their i forget the name of the the section but it's the place where you can see all the scores for all the different companies. And it was an eye opener. My wife and I took a little time last night and checked out some of these and we're like, Hmm, I don't think, know if we want to go shopping there anymore. <laughs> Matter of fact, one that came up was hardware stores. Yes. There were several hardware store, home improvement centers. And the one that we go to the most was the lowest rated of the bunch. So <laughs> yes. we're like, hmm, maybe we should go to the other one now. So, go to your local, go shop local, yes, live yes, local, shop- love local, give local. Absolutely. Rebecca, thanks for the time. I appreciate it. Thank you. I enjoyed it. Once again, the name of the organization is called Second Vote, and I encourage you to check them out. You can learn more at their website at secondvote.com. And that's second with a two. So as in 2ndvote.com. And while you're there, I encourage you to check out a really cool tool they have where you can you can search to see where a company stands on many of the critical path values that we have as Christians today. They rank each company in six basic categories on where they stand, including the environment, sanctity of life, basic freedoms, second amendment, which of course is gun control, civil safe society, and education. And from there, they give a rating in each area on a scale of one through five, with one being liberal and five being conservative. So based on this criteria, here are just a couple of examples of where various companies stand. I love to eat out. So let's mention two or three national chain restaurants. 
For example, Subway, in other words, Eat Fresh, the sandwich shop, they received a 3.03 on this scale. Wendy's Hamburgers, 3.22. And everybody's favorite chicken place, Chick-fil-A, received a robust 4.13. To try it out, just go on over to secondvote.com slash company dash scores. And I'll tell you, it's very eye-opening to say the least. Not just It's not just about restaurants. They, they rate airlines, uh, businesses, air conditioning companies. I mean, you name it, pretty much any industry under the sun, uh, they provide a rating for. It's really neat and very educational. Turning now to crossmap.com, and here's a warning. I'm going to get a bit sappy here, so hold on tight. Being a part of a thriving community can provide so many benefits to your well-being. It gives us a sense of belonging and embraces the idea that we matter to one another through a shared faith and commitment. So Proverbs 27, 17 tells us, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. In other words, we're better together. We are better in community. Based on that, I want to invite you to become a vital part of our new CrossMap Communities area of CrossMap.com. We just launched this last week, so it's brand new. I know I've been talking about it here and there over the last month or two, but it has finally arrived. It has launched, and we invite you to go there right now. And while you're there, you'll have the opportunity to come alongside others, to pray for them, and receive encouragement. You can share testimonials and stories of God at work in our lives, offer help and serve others, and you can even discuss current events and news of the day in a safe, nurturing environment. Won't you join us? That's CrossMap Communities on CrossMap.com. Can't let you go today without telling you a little bit about our next guest. You know, with COVID-19 restrictions and mandates being lifted, Many employees are headed back to the office with colleagues they have not worked with in person for a long, long time. Let's face it, by working remotely, we've developed some routines and habits that don't necessarily fit into the traditional workplace. Dare I say, we've become a bit selfish and set in our ways. Dr. Jennifer Thomas and Dr. Paul White are the authors of the new book called Making Things Right at Work. They'll join me on the next CrossMap podcast to talk about readapting to the office environment with coworkers who might not agree with your decision to work in your slippers and slurp cereal at your desk. Or mercy me, they insist on you wearing a face mask in common areas and well, you're just over it. No more face masks for you. So, interesting conversation, interesting concept, and it's all coming up on episode 30. Well, that's going to do it for this week's edition of the CrossMap pod, podcast. The pop, 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 podcast could do a little jingle with that. At any rate, uh, over the next week, I just want to encourage you all to love God and love people. We'll see you next time. Take care.